God bless you, and welcome to the Defending the Message podcast. I'm your co-host, Pastor Jesse Smith, and today I'm hosting solo due to some busy schedules, but by the grace of God, we're excited for another episode today. For this episode, I'm going to answer a listener's question about the number of baptisms that took place in Jeffersonville, Indiana, in 1933 when Brother Brandon was baptizing new believers in the Ohio River. The question was, what documentation do you have, Brother Jesse, to defend Brother Branham's claim that 500 were baptized rather than 14, as Brother Branham's accusers claim, were baptized. So I'll get to the answer shortly, but let me say this is the second podcast episode defending Brother Branham against his accusers, as episode 3 was the previous episode in which we defended Brother Branham against the plagiarism accusation. Lord willing, we'll probably do another podcast defending Brother Branham's revelations about the church ages and the seven seals in the future, by the grace of God. And again, Lord willing, we'll probably do more type of these types of podcasts, defending Brother Branham against all these false accusations that are coming upon him lately, as time allows. I think you'll see, though, that a lot of these accusations against Brother Branham are pure presumption and not fact. Also, we do have more testimonies from the saints in our church that we'll get to. They're already recorded, but there's a few details that need to get worked out and more edits that need made. So Lord willing, we'll be publishing those in the future by the grace of God. So here's the outline for the podcast. First, we'll look at the viewer's question and my answer. Second, we'll look at how signs are never ahead of the Word of God. And third, we'll look at undeniable proof. Brother Brandon was God's prophet, in my humble opinion. Viewer question and answer. A viewer recently emailed me and asked this question that went something like this. One of Brother Bram's accusers on his website said, A Jeffersonville newspaper article said only 14 were converted at the Ohio River in 1933, but Brother Branham said many more, in fact 500. Brother Branham also said after the 17th baptism, the voice said as John the Baptist was sent to forerun Jesus' first coming, so your message will forerun his second coming. Brother Jesse, what documentation do you have to defend Brother Branham? And my answer was, Brother, I have no documentation. But this accusation against Brother Branham is like many of the other accusations against Brother Branham. It's solely based upon presumption. And ultimately, this accusation comes down to Brother Branham's word against the newspaper. Brother Branham is not here to defend himself, so we will never know the answer to this question. We will never have actual documentation proving Brother Branham was right or wrong. Now, of course, I believe Brother Branham was right, although he could have been exaggerating. For example, if he baptized, believers for five hours, he would have had to have baptized 100 believers per hour during those 1933 revival meetings. Briefly, I'd like to look at the exact accusation from the website. Of course, this is one of Brother Ram's main accusers. His website says, quote, to date, only one single article can be identified from May 1933, published in the local Jeffersonville Evening News. 14 converted, 14 conversions are reported in a tent meeting conducted at 8th and Pratt Streets by the Reverend William Marion Branham, June 2nd, 1933, Jeffersonville Evening News, end quote. So this is the website that the viewer was asking about. So Brother Bram's accuser is basically saying Brother Bram lied and the newspaper was right. Only 14 people were converted and so there could not have been a 17th person baptized. And so there was no voice from heaven, speaking of Brother Branham being the forerunner of Jesus' second coming. And they say 500 baptisms was not possible either. 
I like to play the quote from Brother Brandon where he says he baptized 500 and then the voice was heard that said he would forerun the second coming of Jesus Christ. Let's listen to the quote from Go Awake Jesus, 1963. That day down there, about 33 years ago, 34, standing on the banks of the Ohio River there at the bridge, and about 5,000 people or more gathered on the banks, uh, just about 20 years old, 23, 22, 23 years old. My first revival, I was baptizing 500 people that afternoon. And the deacons had led me out in the water. About the 17th person when I was baptizing, I heard a voice say, look up. I turned to look up. Billy's mother, we wasn't even married then, just going together. Here come that pillar of fire circling out of the bright blue skies at 2 o'clock on June the 15th, coming right down out of the skies like that. And a voice roared out all over the place there and said, As John the Baptist was sent forth to forerun the first coming of Christ, you have the message allowed forerun the second coming of Christ. Photographers taking the picture. Also, it's clear that Brother Bram admitted that he usually exaggerated numbers. So I want to play that quote as well. This is from Straight as the Gate, 1959. I'm not very good at uh, making uh, or estimating crowds because I usually exaggerate on it. So having all these quotes and all this information, again, I would say I have no documentation. The only way to know for sure was to have been there, but I wasn't there, and I don't know anyone who was there. And Brother Branham is not here to defend himself. So the main point is that there was a revival in 1933 with baptisms, and a supernatural voice spoke of Brother Branham's message that would forerun the second coming of Jesus Christ. Friends, Brother Branham's accusers are constantly doing anything to distract believers away from the Bible verses that Brother Branham pointed us to, or his Bible-based message. And yet at some point, perhaps in the future, I'll show how these accusers, they love rock and roll, women preachers, sinful movies, allow women to cut their hair in dishonor, dressing up for Halloween as Dracula, and more sinful behaviors. As Jesus said, by their fruits they are known. These accusers of Brother Branham despise the fact that God is one person, that there are three works of grace, that there are hair and modesty standards in the Bible and other Pauline teachings, as we'll get to later. In other words, these accusers do not love the spirit of truth. They are not being guided into all truth, as Jesus said real believers would in John 16, verse 13. So in closing out this section, again, I told the brother I have no official documentation about how many people were baptized. And we have to remember, we cannot make the newspaper the absolute because there's only one absolute. That's the word of God. That's one form of the absolute. And then the person of Jesus Christ, the Holy Ghost, he's the absolute. So I cannot prove for certain how many people were baptized, but neither can Brother Ram's accusers. All they can do is point to one newspaper article, but we cannot make that newspaper article a thus saith the Lord. Next, let's look at signs are never ahead of the Word of God. Now, I told this brother in the email that there is no way for either side to prove they are right, whether it's Brother Branham's side or Brother Branham's accusers. So I told him the proof is the word test. Brother Ram taught us the word on the Godhead, water baptism, and more. The main thing to focus on is the word of God that Brother Ram restored and not to overemphasize the signs of his ministry. Even when I debated those that left the message in September 2020, I emphasized the word that Brother Ram restored and not the signs so much. 
Of course, I believe the signs that God gave to Brother Branham, but an unbeliever will never believe those. But the unbeliever cannot deny the word of God that Brother Branham restored through the Holy Ghost leading and through Jesus' role for him as the seventh angel and as a restoration prophet. Also, I share with the brother in this email this quote from Brother Branham from The Spoken Word is the Original Seed, where Brother Branham said, God never placed signs ahead of his word. So this quote seemed to help the brother because we must apply this quote even to Brother Branham's own ministry. We must put the word of God that Brother Branham restored ahead of the signs. Even Jesus mentioned this in a story he told in the book of Luke about the rich man and the poor beggar named Lazarus. When the rich man was in hell, he asked Abraham to send back Lazarus from the dead that his other brothers would believe and not go to hell. But Abraham answered and said, if one rose from the dead, they wouldn't believe anyway. He said they should believe simply from the law of Moses. And so we see Jesus giving us this same principle. God never placed signs ahead of his word. So let's listen to the quote from The Spoken Word is the Original Seed. God never placed signs ahead of his word. Hey, man, that's a scorcher. God never placed signs ahead of his word. They were added for proof of the word. But the word is first. To prove it. Elijah said to the woman, bake me a cake first. Then watch the miracle happen. (laughs) Come to the word first and then watch the miracle. The seed word itself is what the Holy Spirit energizes. Lastly, here's undeniable proof that Brother Bram was God's vindicated prophet, in my humble opinion. As I was preparing for this podcast, I had these thoughts about trying to come up with an undeniable proof that Brother Bram was God's prophet, and it reminded me of a little bit of what I wrote in my 2021 book. To begin with, there are six passages of Scripture that declare an authoritative biblical truth about Elijah's spirit in the end time. They are Acts 3, 20 and 21, Matthew 17, verses 11 and 12, Malachi 4, verses 5 and 6, Revelation 10, verses 7 through 11. Amos 3, verse 7, and Luke 17, verse 30. These six passages give us this authoritative declaration, that is, Jesus will remain in heaven and not physically return to the earth until all things, including Bible doctrines and the hearts of the believers, are restored to their original apostolic conditions by the preaching of a prophet anointed with the spirit of Elijah. And again, I share this on the September 2020 debate with an accuser, Brother Branham and they could say nothing against it. They just avoided the topic. Now, closely related to this authoritative declaration is the fact that Brother Branham revealed 12 New Testament mysteries, six of them with thus saith the Lord, which were the Godhead, Israel's blindness, the baptism of the Holy Ghost, the seven church ages, the mother harlot, and the mystery of iniquity. Additionally, Brother Branham gave us eight doctrines with thus saith the Lord. First, the Lord Jesus Christ's water baptism was the true baptism. Marriage and divorce. Third, the fulfillment of the image of Daniel chapter 2 with Rome ruling at the end time. Fourth, women who purposely dress immodestly will answer for committing spiritual adultery on the day of judgment. Fifth, a woman who cuts her hair is spiritually dead or not born again because of the shame or repulse she's bringing upon her husband, Christ, and God. Sixth, Brother Branham's Bible teachings are restoring God's people back to the fullness of Pentecost, according to Joel 2, verses 23 through 26. 
7. There is an Elijah messenger to the Gentiles, according to Malachi 4, verse 5 and 6. And 8. The fourth ministry of Elijah appeared in the United States in the 1960s. And again, Brother Ram said, all of those with thus saith the Lord. Additionally, Brother Ram gave us at least five fulfilled prophecies with thus saith the Lord. He correctly prophesied the passing of Florence Shekaran in 1965, just as Elijah foretold King Ahaziah of his certain death in 2 Kings 1, verses 1 through 17. Second, he foretold the healing of Florence Humes in 1955. Third, he said there would be no greater gift arise to the Gentiles outside of his in 1961. Fourth, Brother Random prophesied of the immoral condition of American churches in April 1965. That's certainly come to pass. And fifth, in July 1965, Brother Random said it was impossible for Christian denominations to return to the apostolic gospel, and there was a certainty of their acceptance of the future Pope Antichrist. Next, in connection to Malachi chapter 4, verses 5 and 6, Brother Random would turn our hearts back to the apostolic fathers, which Brother Random said, With thus saith the Lord in Souls That Are in Prison, 1963, meaning he would turn our hearts back to the gospel that Jesus Christ revealed to Paul. And I have at least 14 Pauline doctrines that most churches reject today, but we accept, proving we have to be the bride of Jesus Christ. These 14 doctrines are the water baptism in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the three works of grace, the Godhead is one person, the restoration of the gifts of the Holy Ghost, homosexuality is wrong, adultery is wrong, fornication is wrong, murdering through abortions or birth control pills is wrong, women preachers is wrong, all substance abuse is wrong, whether cigarettes, weed, or any other drug, viewing sinful content is wrong, shameful hair lengths are wrong, false conversions are wrong, like saying a scripted prayer of repentance, and lastly, number 14, wearing immodest clothing is wrong. Finally, friends, Brother Random had supernatural discernments and healings, like in the case of Florence Humes and Congressman Upshaw. It's recorded on tape in 1955 that Brother Ram discerned Florence Humes' condition of tuberculosis, and then he spoke her healing in the name of Jesus Christ. And of course, she recovered, having many more children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren. While we don't have Congressman Upshaw's miraculous moment recorded on tape, he is recorded on tape as testifying of that miraculous healing later on before he passed away. A third example is Marilyn Hickey. Now, she's a woman preacher today, which we disagree with, but Brother Bram discerned her infertility, her inability to have children in 1956, and then 10 years later, she had her one and only child. And Brother Bram foretold that child coming with thus saith the Lord, and it came to pass. So friends, there could be so much more said, but I believe all these statements give us an undeniable proof that Brother Ram was God's vindicated prophet. And so again, we never place signs ahead of the Word of God. We've got to place the Word of God first. We've come to the end of the podcast, friends, and I hope this was a blessing to you. I appreciate the viewer asking this question and hope the answer has been a help to the saints by the grace of God. And again, friends, many of these recent accusations against Brother Branham cannot be proven because Brother Branham is not here to defend himself and answer their questions. A lot of the claims of Brother Branham's accusers are just presumption and not fact. But the facts we have are the Bible revelations that God gave to Brother Branham because Jesus Christ vindicates these revelations in the Bible and in our lives today. That's what drew me to the message. 
It was the Bible revelations that Brother Branham had to fulfill according to Revelation 10, verse 7, Amos 3, verse 7, and other scriptures. And then I saw that same Jesus Christ who revealed the Word of God to me manifest himself in my life just as he did in the Bible days, just as I could read in the scripture, proving that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Thank you for your time, friends, and I hope this short podcast was a blessing to you. And may God anoint you to defend this message. God bless you. Jesus that was yesterday and will be today.